Let's talk motorcycling now. And I want to understand a little bit more about this because when you do a search for Leongu Kharekwe, the first thing that comes up is uh, l- is lunatic. So let's find out. Leongu, where does the lunatic nickname come from? Hi, guys. I just want to say, first of all, thank you for having me. Sure. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, lunatic is basically what my friends call me at the track. Um, <laughs> I think it, it's mostly referred to um, how crazy I am uh. on the track and like how risk-taking risk I am as well. Do you make it to the end of the race, though, Leongu? Yeah, I do. Nowadays, I do, eh? But like, <laughs> when, I, when I first started, it was, it was, it was, that was not the case. But nowadays, I do, yeah. All right. It, it comes with maturity. And when I say maturity, yeah. you're 18 years old. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Uh, okay, tell us about motorcycling. How does, uh, how does a young man from Mankeng get onto motorbikes and start performing well and get into a big team? So it all started when my dad swapped out a quad bike mm-hmm. for a little off-road bike, and then I started riding that. And then we moved um, to Joburg, and um, I think we were living in Joburg for two years, and then we found a camp, the Samra camp, South African motorcycle racing. We found that camp, and it's run by Uncle Neil. And then, um, yeah, so they basically just, you you obviously apply, then you pitch to rest on raceway. Mm-hmm. And it's like a three-day, three-day, two-day um, course, I'd call it, where you just, for beginners, well, people of all levels, where you, just, where you just improve or learn. And then ever since that, we joined that academy and then we started doing more races, doing more races. And then obviously, you progress. As you get faster, you progress into the faster stuff. Mm. And then I progressed, I went into the KTM, and then now I'm on the 600 with uh, King Price. You were invited to the MotoGP Junior event uh, overseas. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah, Red Bull Rookies. I went there, I got uh, I got invited to the selection event in 2019. And, you know, for me, it was really, I went there for more experience, mm. to get experience, and probably one of the best things that ever happened to my career. Because for me, it was a confidence booster that they actually acknowledge that mm. I'm an actor. Rider. So I feel like ever since I went to Red Bull Rookies, even though I didn't get accepted, I feel like just by me going, it has boosted my confidence mm. a lot and played a big role in how I ride today. Just to know that you're good enough to be there, first of all. Yeah. 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 Uh, why, if you started off on, a, on an off-road bike, why did you, why did you move on to the high-speed track uh, road riding? Well, for me, I don't think there's a particular reason. Eh? I think it was kind of my dad was just scrolling through the internet and looking for <laughs> something to do with riding and it was fun. That's mm. right. It just took off from me. Can you still do the off-road stuff? I can, and I still do. Mm. I feel like um, it's more, it, it, it's still good to off-road because it helps you with strength because mm. it's way harder to ride an off-road bike than it is to ride an on-road bike. And it also, yeah, like strength, durability, and all those um small things that can help you in a big way when you mm. hop onto the track. You're only 18 now. What? How do you see your future panning out? You're riding for the King Price Extreme, which is fantastic. What is the career path for a young 18-year-old who's who's doing extremely well already? So I'd say the main goal is obviously to make it into the Grand Prix, the MotoGP. Right. So obviously it's not going to be it's not as easy as it sounds because there's a lot of there's a lot of parts you can take to get there, and and we're still looking for the best path. But yeah, we 
obviously the goal is MotoGP and hopefully we get there one day. Okay. Uh, the, the path has been built by the Binder brothers, so that's, that's got to help that we, there's a South African pathway to be able to get there. Yeah, 100%, 100%. When, when, you, look at, when you look at the Binder brothers, and you, do, you, do you say, well, I could beat you? I don't think I don't think I'd say that yet because <laughs> because I've I've ridden with them before mm-hmm. in those one of those summer camps and they they really really fast oh, really away like even though even though like Brad Brad is not winning or Darren as well is not mm-hmm. winning they they are really really fast when when they have a, a bike that they're comfortable with and a bike that can actually not saying that the bikes they're riding now can't win but a bike, you know, that they've been used to for a very long time. They're very fast. Mm. So I don't think I'm at that level where I think I could beat them yet. And I do I do feel in the future I could, maybe, potentially. But uh, for mm. now, I don't think I could beat them. Uh, I'm just thinking, uh, Brad, what's he, sixth on the world championship at the moment? And of all the motorcyclists in the world, that's like, you could argue that's the, the best. And he's sixth in the world. That's, that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, but that's very, very impressive, especially because he's riding with that's MotoGP is the best series there mm. is for all around the world. So for him to be the sixth best rider, winning a few, also coming in podiums, that's mm. really consistency. Uh, and and, yeah. it, and it seems as if that KTM isn't the greatest bike in the world compared to what he's riding against. Yeah, compared to compared to the Yamaha's and the Ducati. Yeah. Oh. Okay, let's talk about what you ride. You a super bike rider at the moment? Yes. Sir. Tell us about your bike. So right now, I ride the the CBR Honda mm-hmm. six hundred for the King Price Extreme Team. And for me, my bike, I wouldn't say it's the best, but but for me I feel very, very comfortable on the bike. Mm. It's it's it just I don't I don't think you can be a fast rider if you don't have a bike that you feel comfortable with that mm. you can almost in a sense trust. Mm. Because for me a bike is like a bike is like a person. The more time you spend with it the, the more comfortable <laughs> get more comfortable you become mm. so i'm really happy with my bike as it is because you guys push the barriers of physics sometimes when i see you going around those corners it it seems impossible that those tires could hold on at those sort of angles with those sort of g-forces you guys are pushing through yeah, yeah i understand what i think because sometimes also when i look back i'm like wow. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you look at a photograph of you going through a corner yeah yeah sometimes it's like sure there's no way that's actually me you don't realize that your elbow is touching the ground. Yeah. Wow. What sort of speeds do you get? Do you do you, do you even care? Or is, as long as you're in front. Yeah, I, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, you could say that. I don't. I don't necessarily look at my speedometer, but um, mm. we reach. They've obviously with different tracks. The top speed varies. Yeah. Um, but um, top speed, I'd say we get to around about two thirty, two forty. And there's people that are directly behind you and sometimes yeah, next to you exactly. through those corners. Yeah. What makes a good motorbike rider, Leongo? I feel like I feel like to be the optimal, like the, the best motorbike rider, is to stay in shape and to like spend as much time on the bike as you can. Because you won't if if someone's riding twice as much as you are, there's just there's no way you know you're gonna be on their level. Yeah. So I think for me, it's spending time on the saddle and obviously exercising. Like I think that's the key key point is always staying fit you know always always keeping active because because riding is is not an easy it's not easy sport and it's very very um physically draining so i feel like staying in shape and also spending as much time in the saddle as possible Mm. uh, would help you 
as you were saying, getting to know the bike, as you were saying, it's 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 like a person. So if yeah, you get to know the bike, you get to know its limits, and it gets, and then you get to know your limits. Exactly. Yeah. All right. At expensive sport. So how do you maintain your life? How do things keep going for Liungu Harakwe? Yeah, so for for me, the biggest the biggest role for me is, is King Price, mm. and they picked me up two thousand and twenty one, two thousand twenty. So I was, I've been riding with them for two years now and yeah for them it's like because the sport is as you're saying it's very expensive mm. especially the higher you move the faster the bikes get the more you have to spend because if if you crash things are going to be twice as more expensive than what what they, it was it were <laughs> yeah. what it was and when you were riding the old the, the smaller bike so getting a sponsorship is very very key because it just makes everything easier mm. when when you when you come off a bike and 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 things break. What does your team manager give you the little evil eye? <laughs> depending depending on how badly I am, <laughs> I think that that that's the depending variable. Because if I'm badly hurt, then mm. my team wouldn't like be like, oh, this that you know. Okay. But if it's like if it's like a dumb crash, and also like <laughs> <laughs> also like when you come back to your team, you have to be honest so they can know how you guys can improve. Yeah. So I wouldn't come back and say. Know the bike did this when it didn't do that, so you have to. I've, you always have to be honest with your team. So if it's if it's a mistake that I made and I admit admit to it, mm. then the, I can. I do feel a bit of a little evil eye from back of my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, that feedback is that's and explain to me now how this works, right? Because I've always been told that the best drivers, the best riders are the ones who can give the right feedback to their engineers, to the to the mechanics. Give us how, what that relationship is. Uh, maybe not so much here, but definitely in MotoGP. But is it still something that you do in, in, in these lower classes in South Africa? Yeah, 100%. Feedback, I think feedback, you can't go faster if you don't give the right feedback mm-hmm. because you're going to make the right changes that, that you need to go faster. Do you know what I mean? So... Uh, feedback is is a very key role in in uh, in I'd say in a team. It it you you need good feedback and it might and also the language that you speak because yes. most riders we don't we don't necessarily speak language we speak sounds if you know what I mean. So we'd say the bike the bike is making this noise the bike okay. is doing that. So so also it's the understanding of of the language. Oh. And yeah, I think that's that's how you progress. Okay, so when when you're you're going down, you're going around a corner, you feel a little something something that that I wouldn't feel. You can go to the engineers and say that's the, there might be an issue there, whereas I'll go and I don't understand what it feels like. That's the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would I'd be able to tell that no, this doesn't feel right, mm. or this no, it doesn't sound right. Uh, now you, you've got you've got six tips here on how to be uh, a, a mo- how to make it in motorcycle riding. Stay in shape was the most important one. Get the best bike you can afford. Uh, keep your bike and kit covered. What do you mean? So when I when we say when you say um, keep your bike and kit covered, we're talking about like make sure that everything. I'll go with the kit first, so make sure like your kit like because we wear suits, mm-hmm. leathers, where it keeps us protected. Okay. Make sure you have. You know, you have your helmet, but if you've taken an impact before, make sure that you have a new helmet because you just, you know, you're trying to decrease the, the, the I'd say, the pain that you'd receive when you crash. Mm. If you make sure all of that. And as well as the bike, make sure every bolt is tight. Make sure, you know, the bike is, is can can be put on the track and safe to put on the track, not just for yourself, but for the other riders. 
Right. Oh. Yeah. And the last one, you've got to stay humble. Why? Why should I be humble? I'm. I'm a winner. I'm winning everything. <laughs> I feel like for me, staying humble is like you know, because if if you if you if you're always winning, and then you you give yourself a big hit, then you'll start slacking. If you know what I mean. Like so, you won't be training. Mm. You won't be doing. You won't be doing all the small things that you didn't realize are actually like wow, these small things are actually the reason why right. um, this level oh. so if you for staying humble you always be like no you can always improve you can always you know i can do better even though you want yes i could have been been better here you know what i mean because obviously you want to be the best at, the best rider you can be okay where are you next going to be the best rider you can be leongo oh, just can you repeat the question when's the next race that you guys are going to be doing oh we're doing a race in east london mm-hmm. i think it's towards the east of I think it's towards the end of July. So okay. that's year, I think that weekend. And yeah, very excited. Championship is very close. Mm. Also because I had a bit of an uh, oopsie at um, PE. <laughs> so championship is, is quite tight. But yeah, my team is working hard to get the bike sorted and prepared and tell quite me, strong. Tell me what an oopsie is. <laughs> so, so fighting for the lead and then... And then I had a bit of a crash. <laughs> so that's when, yeah, that's when the bike comes around and it just throws you off. You had a bit of a crash. Yeah. <laughs> you landed on your back. Yeah, and on it, my head. You landed on your head and your back, and that's a little oopsie. Yeah, that's just a small one. <laughs> you guys, you, you guys are machines. Broken <laughs> hands, broken elbows, broken ankles. You still get on the bike and you still do your yeah, thing. So, all right, we're going to leave it. I think Leongo's gone. All right, Leongo, great, great chatting to you. End of July uh, in East London. 18-year-old superbike sensation, Leongo Karakwe. Thank you very much for joining us, and good luck to him.